it's busy from busy living sober. Busy living sober. I hope everybody is doing well that's listening. Sorry I didn't to a podcast last week. I was actually, I don't know. Sometimes I don't feel like I have very much to say, so hence I don't do these. And next week I will be on, but then I am going away. I will be gone for a week. I'm turning 50. 50 and fabulous. Oh, wow. All right, so where am I today? Where is everybody today in our sobriety and how we feel about it? God, it's a new day. It's a new day. Feelings aren't facts. I can tell you this. I've been really, to be honest, I haven't been feeling like doing these podcasts because you know what the reality is? I feel kind of bummed out. And why do I feel bummed out? Because of change. And that change makes me feel sad and makes me feel like I don't want to do anything. Does anybody relate? So I'm not going to pick up a drink. That's for sure. But I am going to have these feelings. And feelings are just sometimes you don't want to have them, right? You're going through them and you're like, I don't want to feel sad. I don't want to miss my kids. I don't want to feel like remorse. I don't want to feel, feel sadness. I don't want to feel. I don't want to feel. That's what it was all about to drink, right? We didn't have to feel. All these thoughts weren't racing through our heads all the time. Because when we had that drink, we had that instant gratification. But guess what? That instant gratification leads to bigger, bigger, bigger messes, which I don't want. So I don't drink and I have these feelings and I can tell you what I did. I reached out. I called my friends. I told on myself. I said, guess what? I feel like shit. Now I also moved furniture like 800 times in my house. My poor husband's back's killing him. But I did do that. Anything... To keep busy, right? I just have been keeping busy. I'm painting. For those of you that follow me on um, social media, I've been painting a lot and I've been talking and feeling the feelings and knowing that, you know, God has me here for a reason. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I'm here and why I feel like this. I mean, it's normal to feel like this. I think when you've been raising children and they, you know, they end up growing up and they go. And mine aren't gone for good, but they're college, but still it feels empty. And it feels like my whole purpose was like, oh, I've got to make sure. I mean, all this stuff that I was like the biggest pain in the ass, like making dinner, doing laundry, getting at working, getting it all done. So much stuff to do. And then one day they graduate and they go off God willing and they, you don't have to do all this stuff anymore. Obviously you have to do your own laundry. But does it really matter? No. Do you have somebody going, Mom, where's this? Mom, where's that? That's the other thing. It's quiet. My house is quiet. And then to make matters worse, for the women that are listening, oh, my God, I'm having hot flashes all the time. Let me tell you, I feel horrible. So it's all this stuff in the emotional roller coaster for when you're going through the change of life for the women that are listening. It's crazy. Ah. <sighs> But I just, you know what, I talk about it and I talk about it and I talk about it. 
And you have to know that you're not, for one, I know I'm not the only one that's going through this. I know a lot of people are going through this. It's like asking somebody else, what, how are you feeling about it? It gives me reprieve, right? It gives me a daily reprieve. If I can talk to somebody about it, if I cannot worry about it today, if I pick up the phone and I talk about it and I listen to what my other friend, what whoever on the other line is giving whatever advice they're giving me, if I listen to it and I take it to heart, it makes it easier. It makes it so much easier. I don't want to do this by myself. And I know there are a lot of people out there listening that want to do this stuff by themselves, but I promise you it's not good to do it by yourself. It just makes it crazy, crazy, crazy. So um, reaching out and calling somebody and knowing that if you do have a higher power, that that higher power is there for you no matter what, no matter what. And I don't have to figure everything out. That's another thing. We sit here and we think we need to know everything and figure everything out. Are we doing everything perfectly? For one, who's judging us? I mean, nobody here is walking on this earth is perfect. I don't know anyone that's perfect. I know a lot of people that have a lot of stuff going on. And we're all battling something. Nobody comes out of this world unscathed. We all have something. It's just what we do with the something that matters. It's reaching out. It's having real friends. It's having real relationships. It's being honest. It's being open. It's being willing, willing to change, willing to do things differently, wanting to do things differently, even when they don't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable. I can tell you that. I don't feel comfortable sometimes. Some minutes of the day I do and some minutes I don't. But picking up a drink or a drug is just the last thing that I want to do. Because then you hate yourself and then you, oh my God, I, I can't even imagine the way I'm feeling and doing that on top of it would just make it worse. It would just make it worse. So I want to let everybody know that's out there that's listening that this does not, this too shall pass. These feelings will pass. These urges will pass. The sadness will pass. But I wouldn't know what sadness was if I didn't know what happy was, right? And I have been happier than beyond my wildest dreams. I'm very, very blessed. I have a wonderful husband. I have 12 years of continuous sobriety. I have three amazing children. What else do I want? I mean, like, that's all that really matters. I just saw something that said this millennial group has a longer lasting marriage than our my age group did. I'm envious of that. Because I have to tell you, I did meet the greatest guy in the world and he is worth it. And uh, anybody out there, it's worth it. Relationships are worth it. But relationships challenge us, right? They challenge us. They put us on the defensive. They make us look at ourselves. They make us judge. I hate judge. I hate judgment. I hate judging others. I hate feeling judged. I feel like I hate, I just hate it. I hate it. If you can say, if there's one thing I hate in this world, it's judgment because it makes everybody feel bad. I don't know what it's like to walk in somebody else's shoes. I can tell you that I am not perfect. No, I'm not perfect. 
I've never been perfect. I never will be perfect. I have bumps. I have lumps. I have wrinkles. I have it all. I'm churning 50 and I'm going in, sliding into my 50th year going, wow, this has been fun so far. I don't know what the next 50 is going to look like if I live to 100. But I do know this. Being sober has given me amazing, amazing uh, gifts. And the biggest gift of that is the fact that I've been able to make choices. I can make a choice. I can say, am I going to judge this person or am I not going to judge this person? And I can tell you this, I'm not judging. I am your cheerleader. I am here to tell you that you can be sober and you can live a life without drugs and alcohol. Is it going to be easy? No. It's not going to be that hard. I mean, there are going to be times that you're going to be like, oh my God, in the beginning. But then it gets easier and easier and easier. 90 days is the biggest mark. You can do anything. If you do it for 90 days, it'll get so much easier after that. It's that 90th day you got to get to. And, you know, the, and then I, I, I can tell you after day, after day three, it'll get easier. But at, by 90, you'll be totally used to it. And um, it's just how do you do daily rigorance? How do you stay with it? How do you stay vigilant? How do you stay doing it? I can tell you this. The only thing that I've done vigilantly in the past 12 years is not pick up a drink. I have had a million jobs. I've done a million things. I've done everything from cleaning houses, selling cars, um, selling houses, um, concierge work. I've done so much stuff. And I'm still reinventing myself all the time. But this being in recovery is like the biggest one because it is something that I can give to anybody who's listening. I can give it to somebody. I can help somebody. It makes me feel so good to see somebody get another day because they have no idea how their day and them being sober is going to affect the people around them. I can tell you this. I bet no one's kids are going to come to you and be like, please were drinking and crazy mom or dad no I don't think that to be true family members are not going to be like yes drink I love it when you're drunk I can make fun of you or whatever the reality is is that drinking and doing drugs is not going to make you feel better in fact it's going to make you feel worse and anybody who tells you differently is a liar and I'll tell you nobody goes out on a relapse and comes back and goes that was awesome everybody comes back going I lost more So if you're out there and you're feeling sad or you're feeling like, oh my God, I don't know what to do and I don't like myself and I don't like where I am right now, this too shall pass. I promise you. I promise. This won't last forever. The one thing that will last forever is you doing something and making your mind up that if you have a problem with drugs or alcohol and you need to change, you can do it one minute at a time. If you decide you're not going to drink today, you could say, you know what? Maybe I'll drink tomorrow, but I'm not going to drink today. And that, my friends, has given me 12 years of sobriety. Because even sometimes if I do even think, oh, my God, I would love to have a drink. All right, well, maybe I'll have it tomorrow. The next day, I never, the next day, nine out of ten times, I don't even think that I want to drink. So it's like not even there. So whatever tricks work for you, but reach out and don't be alone. My friend in Dallas, I'm thinking about you. I didn't hear, I haven't heard from you in a couple weeks. And I just want to tell you, I'm thinking about you. And for my friend in Massachusetts, if you're listening, your paintings are beautiful. 
and know I'm thinking about you. Anybody who's reached out, I'm always thinking about you. You're in my thoughts and prayers. If you don't hear from me personally, I am thinking about you. And I hope that you have one more day of sobriety and that you're getting busy living sober. All right, everybody, take care. And I will be in touch next week. Bye.